You get to a place where you realize this is how far the road will go. The chrysalis will never become a cocoon, and your soul is longing for more. This is a beautiful process in life called Crossroads. Hi, I'm your host, Jazz. My Instagram is j.c underscore jazz. And today I'm going to be talking about Crossroads, especially in your late teens and 20s. Crossroads are a very beautiful time in your life, yet confusing and even painful. And first off, you're not alone. Because at Crossroads, you realize that nothing in life is for granted. The past experiences have happened, and the present ones are ongoing. While the future experiences are far away and you can't see them, so there is a level of anxiety at times not knowing what's next. But in that is when we have to ground ourselves in the present moment even more and be gentle and kind to ourselves. I recently decided to move out of a dream school that I thought I wanted back to my hometown and then move to New York. I was at the School of Arts Institute of Chicago and I wasn't happy. And at the time, I thought that that was my long-term dream. And through many different experiences beyond just school, there's also life, I realized that's not what I want. And I left. And moving is not just like a physical process. It's also a mental process. It is mentally and emotionally letting things close or accepting that things are over. Whenever you move, you leave parts of you in different places, but you also gain a lot of perspective. So I had to leave relationships behind and love them like a nomad, knowing that possibly I may never see these people again, but I'm so grateful for what they were in my life and what roles we played and who they are and how they showed up for me because I was in a very depressed place of PTSD and other things because I experienced a lot of trauma in Chicago. And I think Chicago is a beautiful city, but knowing what I know about it now, I would never live there. It has 42% crime rate, so it's just bound to happen. You're going to run into a lot of stuff. Um, And unfortunately, my first month there or second month there, I watched my ex-friend get essayed. Um, and almost murdered in front of my face. And I went through a breakup and toxic roommate situations. And the winter time hit, and it just was brutal. I was really depressed, and I wasn't happy, and it wasn't what I wanted anymore. I came to a point of realizing this was all I was going to get from my experience. I've seen enough to know that it's not for me. And I think living in alignment is also really, really important because our bodies and how we feel are often an indicator of what's happening internally with us. Feelings are the gateway to understanding yourself on a deeper level. When you're feeling out of whack, sad, depressed, angry, you are not in alignment. And I think where people sell themselves short is knowing that an environment's not working and continuing to stay in it without trying to get out. Um, I made a couple attempts to get out of my environment. 
I could have gone back home to the D.C. area in D.C. and just quit or stayed. I chose to stay for almost a year. During that time, the six-month ratio, I, I realized it wasn't for me, and I made a plan to find a way to get to New York and have it paid. And I did that, and I got a nice scholarship somewhere else. So that's how I got there, and it wasn't easy. And change often isn't easy. And even the people that you think have it the most together and the most happy, no, they're not. (laughs) They're not. Lies, (laughs) lies. So I'm going to keep it really real when I mention moving. There's a lot of things to do. There is packing up your stuff, the emotional, the mental, the physical, and coming to terms and being grateful and leaving places that even though they've hurt you a lot, you can always find something to have gratitude for. I learned perseverance. I learned how to navigate another city environment completely by myself. I learned a lot of things about myself and also how much strength I have without needing other people, even though it sucked. So that's one thing. And another thing is you're allowed to want more out of life. You're allowed to demand respect. You're allowed to say, okay, this isn't for me, but I will find something that's for me and commit to that. Because change is a commitment. Change is discipline. Change is respecting yourself enough to know the places that you've outgrown and acting on that versus sitting in environments that don't serve you and that don't work for you because that is betraying yourself. I got to a place where I wanted to attach myself to Chicago and I was finding every way not to have to leave and start over again because I'm really afraid of change. So I was trying to stay for my friends and I was trying to stay for my my academics because I, the School of Arts Institute is an amazing school in Chicago. But I felt like every time I was trying to live for another person, not only was I betraying myself, it just dug me into more of depression and grievance because I love these people and yet it's not enough. And it's not enough to stay in this environment that doesn't serve me and have sleep issues and struggle with PTSD by myself and be this sad And I felt every time when I tried to lie about how I was feeling, it would just show up in different ways. It showed up on my body. I was very heavy, the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And in every photo that I took in Chicago, I couldn't recognize who I was. That's how bad it was. I wasn't smiling. I could see the hurt in my face. I had to throw the towel in and say goodbye to that version of me that was surviving off fear and hurt and pain. Because that's not me. You get to a point where you realize the wounds that you've experienced aren't who you are. And then you want to create a life better. And during that process of realizing that this is not me, this is who I've been due to my environment. There's also a great level of surrender and a great level of detaching yourself 
from who you used to be, from who you used to love, from everything. And I think that is where I still struggle with to this day. Because attachment is something that we all have. But attachment, when it's done of a place of insecurity, is where the inability to feel safe steps in. I kept on trying to attach myself to Chicago because I wanted to get some sort of gain out of it, some sort of win. And it wasn't until I said, okay, this is what I've been presented. I've been dealt a shitty deal of cards, deck of cards, and this is all I'm going to get out of it, shutting down that emotional lotto machine. I realized I could detach from it. And I could walk away and I could have dignity and knowing that I didn't fail because failure to me means I didn't try at all. You are not a failure when you try something out and it doesn't work for you and it doesn't align with you. Because you moved on it and you acted on it. Trying is the opposite of failing. So that is one thing. But to further on the train of thought to attachment, I found that the more I tried to hold on to Chicago and my relationships there and other things that would be the driving force of me staying there, which is completely outside of myself and not healthy, everything fell apart. My therapist just recently quit her job, one of like my main supports. I got dumped. I had people that I thought were going to be in my life a long time transferred out um, or were about to transfer out and leave or just left and showed me their true colors, which I'm grateful for, even though it hurt. So every time I tried to put myself in this location that was toxic to me, I would just get thrown out of it. And then I realized I'm done. So now... In life, I'm sitting on a crossroad, and I don't know if anybody else is here. And the old is not something I can go back to. The present is something I'm still trying to understand and learn, despite me living in the DMV for 18 years of my life, and it's not really anything new. And then the future is in New York. And to be honest with you, I'm terrified. I'm scared of... It because I don't know what to expect. But I've honestly realized when I go into a room with having nothing to lose, the time that I spent in that space is so much more positive than me trying to extract value and attach myself to an outcome that may not be possibly there for me. And attachment is something that I'm still working on in my own journey, in my own healing journey. Because I do feel a great amount of loneliness at times, feeling unable to attach myself to another, to others. Because I don't know if it's safe enough to share so much of myself and to be this real. And also I've moved around a lot in my life and I don't know of people that are nomads or just travel a lot. Um, feel that way when you move around so much and you see so many people and so many faces and you're constantly going and going and going 
and you know you're not going to stay for a long time, it kind of defeats the purpose of attachment sometimes. Because if you attach yourself, you're going to miss it. But if you never attach yourself at all and you claim that you're so detached, that means you don't feel safe enough to actually attach yourself to anybody. That's really sad also. So there's this fine line of balance of, okay, the old didn't work out. The present is working out. We're actively here. The future, I don't know what's going to happen, but let's open, let's be open to change. That's all I really have to say, baby booze. I love you and goodbye.